This reminds me of college. How's this that? flavor. Oh, this is what that one. <laughs> I don't know why. Boston <laughs> ale? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not Boston lager? Yeah, Boston that, threw lager. Me, that threw me off too a little bit. It's like sweeter and yeah. like like syrupier, you know, yeah. like thicker. It's not as hot as like that Boston lager. It's hit me weird in the back of the throat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. This is the Dark Side Records and Gallery Podcast. When I was in college, we used to drink uh, Honey Browns, Dundee's mm. Honey Browns. Oh, that was like I can't hard. find those anymore. Yeah. I know, I know. Yeah, I was I, a fan of those when I was in the military. I used to drink a lot of those. A lot of people like the Honey Brown. I assume that it like was just a company that like went belly up or something. <laughs> yeah, possibly, and, like, someone probably bought them. Yeah, exactly. And then and there was like bush. Mm-hmm. there was like a resurgence, maybe. Like three years ago or something, I remember like seeing them in stores again. And I was like, "Fuck yeah!" And then they were just gone. <laughs> like it was like a test market, and it failed again. Like, yeah, Fuck maybe it. people aren't feeling honey browns. Fuck it, I mean, dude. I loved maybe honey did. browns, man. I, I did too. A lot of people did, but I guess not as many as we think. <laughs> I assumed it was like a regional thing. Like yeah. it was like a. I felt like I only drank it in Poughkeepsie. Didn't drink it anywhere else. I don't know. I saw it because, like I said, I was a. Uh, I got introduced to it when I was in the service, so. You know, I saw it around different parts of the country in the South, too, you know, so. All right. But maybe it's, they probably just, you know, how many beers, beer companies came around in the last, like, 10 years, you know? Oh, like, my God. The competition yeah. is just ridiculous. So. Yeah. Who the fuck knows what happened to them? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm liking this one, though. It's not bad. Yeah. JJ's not interested, though. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I mean, it was the only one sip that I had. So. Yeah. It's one of those ones where you, it's an a you slowly acquired taste in a little bit, you know? The first one, you're like, nah. Second one. There's something sort of Coors, Coors Light. <laughs> Is that like a quality thing? It's not like... <laughs> it, no, it's got like that sort of really basic American beer yeah. sort of flavor yeah. to yeah. it. It's definitely not as complex as the lager. No. Mm-hmm. I really like the lager. Me too. Especially on draft. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. And I feel like also it's really popular like to have like sweeter beers, like really sugary beers. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I just I guess or in general, in general, in general yeah. especially like in what I assume because I'm stereotyping uh, the United <laughs> States. You know, we just like we fucking love sugar. So. Oh, the beer is totally different from here, you know, in other parts of the world, for good or for bad, you know. Yeah. We had a coworker who just uh, she just moved to the UK, just oh. moved to England. Oh, cool! So that's why she's now drinking shitty like fish scale yeah. beer that's at room temperature. <laughs> Ugh. Mm. With Will, that oh, guy. Poor, poor woman. Feel bad. Well, she doesn't drink beer, so I guess in yeah, the end, in the end, she went. It's yeah. okay. She kind of breaks even. <laughs> yeah, really. exactly. What a crazy day today, man. Yeah. What a crazy day. <laughs> right. Oh my goodness! I th- I think we had a Nazi in the store. I can't really tell. Yeah, you're talking strange. about that before. Yeah, it's... what a what a weird day today. Were you here for that? Yeah, I'm I'm not sure either. <laughs> the, 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 the the mark the was there, but we don't really know what was what yeah, was happening. Because I heard it that. was a little ambiguous, but that was the thing. <laughs> yeah, he had a, he had a tattoo, and the tattoo had a swastika on it, but. <laughs> It was kind of a 50-50 tattoo. I wasn't... Re- I mean, like the swastika was the smallest part of the tattoo. Exactly. Like, yeah. I want to well, say that's, that a, like that's a plus. A four <laughs> to five inch tattoo, let's say. Mm-hmm. That's a that's mm-hmm. a check in favor for him, I guess. When it comes to having swastika tattoos, it was right? the smallest part of the whole tattoo. <laughs> welcome, welcome to Nazi court, where we... Yeah. 
we vote on oh, how Nazi oh, you God, are. Oh, no, your shit. Tattoos. It's 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 like a, there's it's one of those things. No dichotomy. It's either <laughs> you are, or you're not. You know. Yep. So I guess if you got the balls to put one of those on you, regardless of the size, it's probably you are a Nazi. Well, no, no. See, you, you, raise, you raise a good point, though. It's like it's a it's it's a ballsy move. Either way, yeah, because it's a very confrontational symbol. You yeah, know what I mean, so like, so Absolutely. if you do it because you're like, fuck Nazis, mm-hmm. that takes balls. Yeah, but if you do it because you're a Nazi, <laughs> it also takes balls. You know, like it's going to be controversial either right. way and attract attention. Yeah, like because if you're not a Nazi, you know, you're going to get in a fist Did fight. Other people you... in the store recognize or like see it? You, could you yeah, tell at all? Just he noticed it, <laughs> and then it became a thing. Mm-hmm. Like if he didn't notice it. I don't really think it's all that noticeable. Mm-hmm. I really mm-hmm. had to look for it because I, I missed it the first like four times I tried mm-hmm. to see it. I don't know, man. I don't know how to react to uh, it. Yeah, that's a it's a it's a weird call. My gut instinct was to like be super aggressive about it and mm-hmm. like just you know call it out. But well, you're at work too, so I understand. yeah, there's a lot of complexities yeah. and nuances going on. You know, we can't. Yeah, but obviously the immediate reaction is to you know get the fuck out. You know or. Yo, really, no, my immediate reaction <laughs> is just like that. to be like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Like right. to call it out, yeah. but, but oh, it's tough. It's a tough call in a job space. Yeah. It's certainly something I mean, I, I, I haven't seen around here, at least not in my experiences. There's probably definitely more than that dude with a swastika tattoo, but not in my experiences in the Hudson Valley. Mm-hmm. A lot of Confederate flags. Oh, yeah. Like but I was not saying. so much <laughs> straight yeah, swastika. Straight yeah. to that leap, you know. Oh. I'm sure those dudes, some of those dudes with Confederate flags, got some swastikas too. They're oh just, sure, they're just, sure, yeah, they're just not yeah. uh, not as uh, you know blatant. Yeah, exactly. Not just showing it off mm-hmm. while you're shopping. For, while you're shopping for your uh, for Shade CDs. Yeah, it also makes queens. it complicated. Like, <laughs> yeah, what is going on there? Yeah, <laughs> that's funny, man. And that dude's definitely been here before. Oh yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. And you've you've engaged him in multiple conversations. Oh, no, oh, this is God the first time you picked up on it. I know. Now I feel worse. Well, at least it looked like a new tattoo, though. It wasn't like no, it was no. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was def- he definitely it had a faded. new. He had a new tattoo that was like somewhere else on his mm. arm that I noticed, and this one was definitely exactly an older tattoo. <laughs> That's funny. It makes <laughs> me think of this documentary I saw where this guy had a bunch of wicked. Nazi stuff all over his face, and he went over uh, a whole, you know, laser surgery thing to get it removed. It was paid for an anti by an anti hate group, and it was actually really moving, you know, because it changed his whole life and stuff. And it was cool, but you know, that's something maybe that guy should look into, possibly. Mm, you yeah, know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think it wouldn't be very difficult to cover up. It's pre- it was pretty small. It was, oh yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It, it easily could have been a hairy. A hairy freckle or something. It was, yeah. it was that well, small. Th- this dude that I saw was next level, so they, yeah, they felt like him. On they, the forehead. Oh, he, oh, yeah. And there is no retail space unavailable for Naziness on his face. Oh, like one he, of those. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he took it to the whole, to the max. So if they can help him, they can change this guy's life. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, when I lived in New Paltz uh, a couple of years ago, there was like a group of uh, like crust punks who all, I guess, lived on the mountain. Um and they were all they all had tattoos all over their faces mm-hmm. but there was this one dude that i remember specifically he had the batman symbol <laughs> tattooed on his face but it was like it was like around his eyes so it was kind of like a mask you yes. know so what like the hooks went up over his forehead and down onto his cheek and then across his nose and his eyes were like in the middle so he it was just a giant batman thing that's <laughs> dedicated yeah, to batman yeah. man oh, holy wow. shit yeah i mean oh. it, 
did look pretty sweet. Did they? Really? Yeah. It looked pretty sweet. Were the lines clean and shading even? It makes a difference. You know, they were they were crust punk tattoos, so I assume they're all like stick and pokes. <laughs> yeah. you know? Oh god, that's a lot to stick and poke. Get a whole oh. Batman mask on your face. Yeah, yeah. No, like not filled in. Like just oh, it was just, just the outline. I'm sorry. Yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> That I is some next level. Well, yeah, yeah. Holy shit, that's some next level shit. <laughs> yeah, right? That's what I was picturing. Wow. Uh, yeah, I don't he wasn't that dedicated to Batman. Well, have you seen him since? Maybe he, I haven't. It's been a couple of years. It's, I mean <laughs> he might have stuck and poke all those spaces in by now. Yeah. Has anyone done that? Does that exist on the internet? I feel like that sh- should have been done already. <laughs> like the, the the superhero mask tattoo on the face. Oh, uh, sure it has it to exist. Uh, you know, yeah, like people sure. get the glasses <laughs> tattooed on their face, all kinds of dumb shit. Oh, glasses. So, yeah, you've never seen that? Like where guys yeah, get like I've guy. seen guys who get like like you know tattooed around their eyes mm. the shape of glasses, yeah, so it looks it's like, like a they're black wearing glasses frame or whatever. Yeah. Oh, they're they're stupid. No. <laughs> it sounds horribly Obviously. stupid. Yeah. It's really stupid. It's yeah, it's not. It's, is that on the par of Nazi tattoo? Or like, which would you oh, rather it's have? It's worse than swastika such a... <laughs> or or, sun, or glasses tattooed to your face? Which one? Those are my two choices. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sunglasses! I'm going sunglasses all the way. Good choice. Yeah, I'm just gonna own it. Yeah. Fucking, you can put makeup on sunglasses. But no, you gotta you get put makeup to, on sunglasses. <laughs> if you go with a tortoise shell ink, possibly. Not black. Look, tattoo sunglasses, not real sunglasses. <laughs> we were tattooing those glasses on your yeah, face. Yeah, he's got the clear. Yeah. He's got a tattoo clay, so you can't cheap out like that. <laughs> you <laughs> you got to commit to it? Yeah, you got to commit to an actual color. Oh, God. <laughs> not an outline like Batman guy. So, hey, everybody, welcome to the Dark Side Records podcast. This is a monthly podcast brought to you by the good folks at Dark Side Records, located at 611 Duchess Turnpike in Poughkeepsie, New York, darksiderecords.com. Uh, this is a podcast that is dedicated to music, vinyl, the music industry, uh, let's say beers, uh, beards, beards and beers, Mm -hmm. both, Mm. um, adorable puppies. We got to throw cats in there too. Oh, I see you wearing a cat shirt. I'm wearing a cat shirt, so can't, can't exclude them now. (laughs) I found a cat today, actually. Yes. Oh, I saw that on Facebook. Yeah. Actually, what, what my employees it? found the cat. What happened with that? Well, she's just napping at home right now. I got her tucked away in her own little area so the other cats won't annoy her and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, just, she's doing her thing until I find her, uh, you know, get her to the vet, get her home and all set up, you know. But, yeah, she was just, like, running around the KFC parking lot. And <laughs> they jumped out. I happened to be walking outside. I'm like, what are you guys doing? Like, oh, he's trying to get that cat. And then. <laughs> You know, I was like, I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out from here. But we have a bunch of friends that reached out, you know, said that they're interested, will help her, you know, want to give her a home. So, you know, I'm optimistic for her future. Yeah. <laughs> I guess uh, by the time this airs, if you haven't found a host for this cat, uh, listeners, you can hit up our special guest for yes, this uh, month's episode. Yes, my name's TJ. We can uh, get my information uh, once this airs, if this cat hasn't found a home yet. but uh, I just learned you're a crazy cat lady. Like, <laughs> yeah. just now. This is all that just unfolding. Now? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Most people, it's like pretty obvious. This is like one of a dozen cat shirts I have. I'm not even shitting you. It's kind of weird. Oh. None of them I purchased myself. They're given to me as gifts. That's how well my friends know me. <laughs> That's actually how you know you teach cat status. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Because 
the same employee who is now drinking <coughs> warm cider, <laughs> she also only ever gets cat gifts because she's a crazy <laughs> cat person. Mm-hmm. But and that's, that's I think like her boyfriend's me. parents bought her like a cat umbrella or something. Oh shit! But, like the first Christmas they were together or something like that. Did she have cats when she was living here? No, I mean her. I think they had cats at her parents' house, but she couldn't have a cat in her nasty Maris department. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So she likes the concept of cats. Yeah, it hasn't fully more than the, to the, uh, yeah. the actual taking care. Look at her yeah. Snapchat today. Actually, it was her stalking a cat that clearly lives oh, in a yeah. house across the street from her. <laughs> hey, maybe she'll be interested. Zooming in into found. someone else's windows. <laughs> oh wow. Okay, I don't take it that far. You're gonna have to ship that cat to the <laughs> UK. Just yeah. so you know, yeah. Way more invested than I would. <laughs> yeah, all I can find her home around here before they go that far. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's let's start there. Yeah. <laughs> but Becca, if you're interested, it's on the table. We're yeah. just saying. So uh, this episode, uh, happy October. We uh, we snoozed on a September episode. No, you did one. We did one. You and Berto. That was September. I think that was August. No, that was. Did we? <laughs> I think if we have to ask, I think that's a bad sign. It, well, it was the end of August, at the very that least. That counts. Because it was while I was gone, and I was gone at the very end of August. The last episode we posted, episode 29, The Dorkside Takeover, August 29th was our there last episode. What was the one before that? Early August? Because then you pretty much got September. June 14th. Wow, Ooh. we missed July? We are. <laughs> yeah. This is summer. Mr. Uh, Mr. Jet Setter. <laughs> that's, so, yeah, that's Really, true. it's kind of on you. Okay. I'll own up to that. I was in Arizona for two weeks in September. Nice. Had a great time. Camped in the desert. Oh, righteous. Caught a cold. Ugh. Went to the Grand Canyon. <laughs> Uh, it was a lot of fun. I love, uh, like Jenny and I, we, you know, every year we take at least like a week and we try to go camping somewhere, you know, like we just try to go some part of the country we've never been to before. And we were talking about how I'd never been to the Grand Canyon before. And so she's like, want to go to the Grand Canyon? So we did, we camped, uh, at the Grand Canyon. We camped at Monument Valley, drove through Sedona, went through a Navajo reservation, um, Went up into Utah, went into Colorado, went into New Mexico. The only state I did not like was New Mexico. So anyway, I'm so sorry we didn't do a podcast last, last <laughs> <Yeah>. month. <laughs> Man, this but, is all catch up. But uh, we got a special treat for you this month, uh, dear listeners. Uh, we have with us a special guest. It's 20 minutes in already. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, TJ. Hey, everybody. Hey, man. Hey. TJ is from Queen City Tapes. Yes, I am. Thank you for having me, guys. I appreciate uh, it. Our pleasure. I mean, really, I guess the, the pretense for this whole thing is that coming up uh, later this week on October 14th. A week from today. Saturday, right? October 14th. Is the weird stepbrother. <laughs> of Record Store Day. Of Record Store Day. <laughs> I'm going to go with like uncle who right. never moved out of his parents' basement. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if there's any blood relation to mm-hmm. to record, mm-hmm. but is but it's here. The weird sweaty uncle <laughs> of record store day, cassette store day, <laughs> yes, is coming up this Saturday, October fourteenth. Which I still love equally. I mean, even though it's a sweaty uncle, I mean, come on, you just yeah, you can just do, you do the hug where it's butt out, you know, and you just like there's no uh, actual touch. Yeah, you put a little distance. You're like, oh, okay, thanks. Hey, but they're family. Yeah, come on, that's it. Yeah, but they're family. <laughs> that's not enough for me. <laughs> I know, honestly, me too. <laughs> uh, I'm going to pick a bone with Cassette Store Day. Uh, Go ahead. I get the idea, but I think it's a, a bit of a misnomer. 
Because it's not... Oh, I agree in that respect, yeah. Because it's not, you know... I Outside of, let's say, Brooklyn mm-hmm. and maybe L.A. and someplace in London that I don't know anything about. <laughs> Becca. Becca, please investigate. <laughs> Where is there a specifically a cassette, cassette store? store? Yeah, right. I was thinking that, too. And also, it's not record day. It's record store day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I think we touched on this last year when we did, when we? We did a podcast about this. Yeah. Hmm. And the, the focus uh, or, or the issue being the focus away from the stores themselves to the medium itself yeah well i i want to know what you guys think is that like from your experience the record store day is traditionally like supposed to be like a for about the stores about the artist or some combination like it's about the stores yeah that makes the most sense though because it was um you know this past year was the 10th anniversary of record store day and the idea 10 years ago before we were even around Mm -hmm. was that you know Record stores were hurting. Indie stores were closing all over the country. And, you know, iTunes was king. Mm-hmm. To some extent, like things like Napster and shit like that were still around. And nobody had really found the equilibrium of the stealing of music yet and the actual physical sales <laughs> of music. And uh, so some people just kind of put their heads together and said, let's, like, there's Comic Book Day, which I think has been around a lot longer. And hmm. said, why can't we do a similar thing? And they just sort of approached the labels and were like, hey, can we do a thing? And the labels were like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> and it just really kind of bloomed into a huge fucking thing. Yeah, wow. Not to say that Cassette Store Day couldn't do that. Yeah. I just think it's slower going. It's how many years they've been doing that now? Because until he reached out to me about the thing, I've never heard of it before. Ever. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I had no, really? I had no I idea. I didn't know and that. you're like, yeah, you probably have heard. i like, nope, but now I'm involved. Oh, yeah. well, well, so uh, TJ, <laughs> this is like year four, maybe. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say three or four. But so that's interesting because the reason that uh, you're on the podcast this week uh, is because, and you obviously correct me here, but you run a cassette-only label. Yeah, well, at this point, cassette only, but I, I do have a um, a seven inch coming out soon. It's Ooh. been in, yeah, yeah. It's just taking forever to come from the presses. That will be uh, our ghosts. They're a, a solo project of a friend of mine who lives out in Massachusetts, who actually duplicates a lot of my uh, pressings too. He kind of because he had his own label out there as well, and then he kind of uh, switched from running a label to kind of doing just the. Uh, duplication process and now he's kind of getting out of that too so mm-hmm. um for the for the past year or so we've been working together and i've used other um things too but yeah i mean D- did you start out with the plan of just doing cassettes or did you well, just oh, um yeah because the economics of it just made the most sense you know like uh, ideally, I would love to have been like pressing records and stuff, but uh, obviously, you guys know it's a lot of money, a lot of time, all mm-hmm. that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. So that's why the cassette um, medium has become so popular, you know. So when I was approached with uh, by my uh, co-founder Jeff Paji um, with making uh, a little label for the local acts around here and the music that we enjoyed, I just jumped on immediately because you know. We're both musicians and have wanted to do something like that for a long time, you know, to provide an outlet for the music that we enjoy in our area that 
um, that isn't accessible and want to provide a tangible piece for those artists to have uh, their music and to also sell it to their fans. And so it just started from there with that idea. And now we're almost like a year later and, you know, it's just you know, kind of caught on a lot of steam. And, you know, I got a lot of bands working with us and stuff. And it's really exciting and really cool. I, I really didn't think anything would come of it, honestly. Yeah. So. Cool. Uh, and what have you uh, what have you put out so far? Like, what's a what's a, a couple cool releases that you guys have put together? Well, um, well, you guys know that we have the first two releases that uh, the compilation, which I don't, I only have like a few tapes left. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much all sold out, and I'm thinking about uh, giving those in like a giveaway package sort of thing, so they're not available for sale. Uh, so between that one and the Lies of the Obscure. Um, um, our sources say, or my sources say, um, those are the ones we put out this year. Mm-hmm. And um, pretty much in between those releases, when we did the showcase premiere in April, and yeah. now is just basically putting all the other ones in production. So I have the Sachem demo available next week, uh, Mr. Blonde and Surmiser split available next week, a full length by Surmiser, hopefully next week, if not... Um, the week after very soon because so many things have gotten you know lost in the translation you know sure. between the, the the duplication things and this and that so they're coming soon we got argos like i said a seven inch so we're branching into the vinyl territory mm-hmm. which we split with uh the only reason we're able to do that because we split it with like three or four other labels including uh jim my friend's uh label so um we have also uh, oh Womb of Nations a full length coming out probably is going to be in another two months. Um, Making matters worse has an EP probably going to be in another couple months. The Free Jays probably be another couple months. So I have to catch up now with those. I was trying to get this release of like Sachem and Surmiser out for Cassette Store Day, and now sure. it's time to you know that's where I'm at right now. And uh, yeah, we're coming up in the year and. I'll have those releases hopefully done by the end of the year and start fresh with a whole new, you know, 2018 moving forward. I want to do another comp. And I was thinking like a compilation of uh, the local artists, like doing covers of other um, bands or other um, songs. Like, mm-hmm. um, Jay Anderson from Surmiser mm-hmm. actually um, gave like throughout throughout this idea. And him and I have been working together a lot too um, with his studio and stuff, trying to put bands towards the label and uh, get music out there because um, in a lot of ways it's more of a collective than it is anything else you know it only works because all the artists want to be involved and there and then the you know your guys store too and it brings the community together so there's like no singular component of all these things there's so many moving parts and that's what makes it fun at the same time you know i'm pulling my hair out of my head trying to keep it all together (laughs) are you like are you do you look for bands to sign is it is it like a thing where you're kind of like trying to scope out some Absolutely. some new blood to yeah. kind of expose people. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should phrase that differently. But uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude, I'm always looking. I mean, always going to local shows or listening to my. You know, if people say that I meet people and say they got a band, I'm like, hey, send me a link. I want to check it out. And um, that's pretty much where you know I find any of the music the same way anyone else does. And um, this year was about building a discography, you know? Sure. And um, the bands that I really like, and now it's kind of 
at the point where now I want to focus on putting out their specific music, the kind of bands that I've recruited under this umbrella label, while still looking for, you know, um, you know, artists that uh, are original and have something to offer to our new and burgeoning scene for sure. Sure. And so, and so, you did not know about Cassette Sorday. Absolutely not. No, oh, dude, <laughs> that's so, so funny. Then. I know. I, uh, I have no idea because I, I mean, remember. I remember talking with you about it, and I, uh, you know, I, I, I had honestly, I had just only assumed because you guys have been putting out tapes, yeah. that you guys were aware, <laughs> and that's why when it was coming up, I said, "Hey, we should do a thing for Cassette Store Day." <laughs> I know. I read the, when I read the email, you assumed that I already had picked up the ball yeah. on that, but. I was like, no, but I absolutely want to be interested, and it makes sense. I mean, the when you have record store day, cassette store day, also, I mean, in turn, it is another medium that record stores would usually carry. I mean, and is there also a CD store day, or is that our CDs definitely not? Ever we can cool? make it happen now. <laughs> Let's get in on this thing, ground level, baby. Yeah, yeah we're starting from scratch. Exactly. There we go. Get them all going. This should do eight track. Do you guys have any in the store? Yeah, we have a bunch. No shit. Mm -hmm. Sweet. Do you have a player? We don't have a player. I'll have to find one. Maybe get a couple of There you go. (laughs) Note to customers, we can't verify they work. (laughs) You're buying them as is. Yep. (laughs) That's funny. So you have two releases coming out for Cassette Store Day. Yes, sir. Cool. So So we have the Sachem demo mm -hmm. and the split by Sir Miser and Mr. Blonde. And uh, I, I possibly the full length by Surmiser, but like I said, there's been some complications with the uh, duplication process. But fingers crossed, by next Saturday everything's here. You know. Sure. Will, will you at least like you were actually on the list? Like you were officially associated with Cassette Store Day. Yeah. What What was that like getting involved with those guys? Oh, super easy. Basically, they had the website right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just filled it out and you paid at PayPal, and that was. That was it, you know. Huh. There was like a you little had to pay to be a part of it. Yeah, it was like a ten dollar like processing fee, but it wasn't per entry. It was just total in general, which mm. I kind of wish I would have knew beforehand, because then I would have had. I, I mean, it would have been tough, but I would have tried to put a little bit more pressure on getting more stuff out. But I figured two was fine, you know. You don't want to overwhelm. Yeah, people, exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, the list goes out internationally, mm-hmm. so you know, I think most things on the cassette store day list are relatively unknown yeah because it's always this time of year when we get a lot of emails for being a participating store mm. from people all over the world that said hey we see your participating cassette store day <laughs> do you want to bring in our cassette and we have to go like well you know <laughs> shit i should have done something like that because i had done it i didn't ask a single person but this uh tapehead city sent us an email i guess they had our you're on the you must, yeah, you're on, on the, the spreadsheet on, on the yeah. spreadsheet yeah. right so they asked for you know to send two of each of your releases and we credit you whatever blah 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 so i was like fuck it i'll send two to you know of each one to them at least you know there's two of those to another place where i don't know mm-hmm. uh anybody and they don't know my label and stuff and they yeah. don't know these artists so you know that's i guess a start but I guess I wasn't thinking the way I should have just harassed a bunch of, you know, stores to hold out I mean, my shit. you could do that. <laughs> yeah. And lots of people do that. <laughs> but, yeah, you don't... You I don't know, know if I accidentally recommend it. <laughs> did did yeah. you actually... Did that work for anybody? Well, and, um, Sort of. Yeah. It's, it depends on their approach. Like, 
some people just want it to be there. Mm-hmm. And so they'll be like, hey, we're going to send you this. If it sells, great. Pay us. If it doesn't, no big deal. Send it back or whatever. Yeah. So those are the ones we're like, yeah, sure. Because, you know, there's no risk on our part. Mm-hmm. And we're happy to support, but at the same time, you are shelling out real money for things that yeah. may literally never sell. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, I I just got an email a little <laughs> during this podcast. I mean, you got my gear spinning, and I'm like, shit, because I I, I the funny thing is like. <laughs> I've maybe tried something like this before, not to record stories, but it's like blogs and mm-hmm. all, and no one ever responds to my email. So <laughs> maybe maybe I'm just discouraged. I mean, that I point. think for the most part, if you blanket emailed, you would get few responses. But if you got a couple, that's hey, true. that's a couple you didn't have I before. Just need, yeah. I just need to up that bar. Just like really right. spam the shit out of fucking every store or possible distributor I can find. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and I was even curious about how. Uh, that worked specifically for cassette store day and especially for, you know, like indie labels and much smaller cassette labels, like how people go about actually stocking their things like physically on shelves. And I guess really it just sort of comes down to just reach out to each other. Now you're, now you're really jogging my memory and remember that there was a part of this little list where it says you put so many of those tapes towards the thing or whatever, like if people want them or whatever, but... I, I I don't know. If 25 people want a Sachem tape, that'd be amazing. I don't know if that's going to happen, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like you said, it's international, so who knows? There might be some stoner doom metal fans out there. I hope. They're that's what I'm fucking, there. That's what I'm fucking hoping. Yeah, they listen to a lot of listen to cassettes. Let's be real. <laughs> so who knows? Or just want like a cool cassette piece, even if they never fucking listen to it. It is a cool cassette piece. I will give them that. And we're, uh, I mean, they're only $5. I mean, come on. Yeah. It's support local music. Support music in general. It doesn't have to be local. Indeed. Just, uh, just not shit music. Unless, unless that's your thing. And the opposite end of the spectrum, uh, this year was the first year that I feel like I really noticed bigger artists being involved. Last year, it, no insult intended, but I, I can't recall like a big name off the top of my head. There were some. Um, I, thought I, saw, I saw maybe Frank Black or Pixies did. The, yeah, there the was year. Pixie cassettes. I there was um, the okay. new when they released their new album. They had a cassette out because I was looking at prior years too, out of curiosity. Okay, was like, there's always a good handful of metal titles that have come out. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. I feel like there was something fairly like major artist significant last year, but I can't. I just can't put my tongue on it. Is that how you say that? It's <laughs> not how no? cassettes work. Okay, <laughs> don't do that to yourself. <laughs> No, I saw there's a couple of American footballs at the top there. Yeah, well, this year, uh, exactly. A, a couple of ones that are significant that I Smith noticed. on there. Uh, Ameri- yeah. American Football is putting out their self-titled EP. Uh, yeah. Beach Slang is mm-hmm. putting out uh, a cassette, We Were Babies and We Were Dirtbags. Pentagram. There's a lot on there. I they have one, two that I've highlighted. Yeah, two. I, thought, I thought there's a couple more. Keep yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, three. Yeah. They go th- uh, four. Four Pentagram releases. <laughs> Only highlighted two. Note uh, that. Note that. The Slackers, the Toasters, two, I would say, pretty quintessential ska bands are on it. The guy from the Slackers was just in here the other day. Yeah. Oh, Last Sunday. Uh, Space Jam. 
is coming out. Oh, like a soundtrack? I think it's the band. <laughs> oh, okay. Unrelated. I just wanted to build some hype there. Just get everybody excited. You got me excited. I know. Uh, Dance Gavin Dance is putting out Mothership. Uh, Rise Records uh, was one of the labels that I noticed was putting out a bunch more for Cassette Story this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you pronounce it Paris or Pvris. They say Paris, but it's they say Paris? the V in it. Yeah. Okay. I just, I don't know. I defer to Becca for these things. Uh, <laughs> Paris uh, is putting out White Noise, also on Rise Records. Paradise Lost, who is a, a great metal band. Tiamat, another metal band. And then maybe what was the most surprising, uh, to me anyway, The White Stripes. Yeah, two yeah, different yeah. albums. Mm-hmm. Three. Three? Three. Three. Oh, wow. uh, I thought it was two. Three White Stripes cassettes coming out for Cassette Survey. Uh Self-titled, White Blood Cells, and they Stigil. Distill? Distill. Yeah, and they're all those are all pretty limited. I think there's only going to be 500 of each of them, maybe. Mm-hmm. I might have to pick up one of each. I could totally see this being a thing that Jack White would yeah, yeah. get in I on. Think it's, <laughs> yeah, um, right. I think it's bigger than even just that. It's, um, it's, you know, I go to these music business conferences and stuff, and uh, this year, more than any previous year, there was a discussion in me- multiple meetings about cassettes. And, you know, we're talking about, like, Sony and Warner Brothers and this, like, talking about putting out cassettes and, like, you know, what's the right thing to put on cassette. And so they notice, and I I think it shows in the list because there's definitely more major artists Mm -hmm. this year than previous years, Mm -hmm. although certain labels have always been behind this, like – Specific, like I said before, specifically the metal titles. They've they've been there since the beginning of Cassette Store Day. <laughs> That's yeah, badass. And, I mean, there's a lot. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at this list here, and I have you know four printed pages of of titles. There's a couple like DJ compilations that are coming out. That's for you, DJ Pearly or DJ Scully. Either way, there's a couple comps that are coming out. Punknews.org is putting out a comp called The Bullshit Collector. Mm. With uh, Crazy in the Brains, The Posers, Rats in the Wall, Drones, and my favorite uh, band name on this list, Dead Fucking Last. You can read either way. Yeah, let me peep this. Dead Fucking Last or Dead Fucking Last? Depends on where you put the emphasis. Dead Fucking Last. I don't like that one at all. I like the first two way better. (laughs) So there's some some decent titles that are coming out this uh, Saturday. This isn't isn't cohesive with the rest of the flow right now, but... Your label is Queen City Tapes. Yes, sir. I've wondered for a couple of years now, why is Poughkeepsie called the Queen City? Does anybody know? Do you know? No, I, I don't know. I, I was asking you. <laughs> I see it called the Queen City, but I don't know why. I, th- I think I uh, saw that on Wikipedia, and I'm like, I trust it, so I'm just going with it. <laughs> I don't know the reason why. I guess at one time it was a... Uh, Poughkeepsie was a nice place, the place for queens and royalty. I was going to say, it, it was the drag queen population. It was really <laughs> yeah, high. There was like was. a big period, and the shows were amazing. Oh, let's bring that back. Oh, That's seriously? what I'm trying to do. Seriously. <laughs> yes. Queen well, City's tapes all Historically, about. though, it doesn't really make sense, because what was here? There was uh, well-known for brick-making, mm-hmm. uh ammunition and weapons manufacturing right along the river because it was easy to ship down to the city mm-hmm. to get it out. What is the correlation? I, just don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. I just think maybe it was really nice. I think queen nice. <laughs> but I don't know if that's – it's definitely not right. 
Absolutely not. Freddie Mercury wasn't born here. So the joke right out of my mouth. I wish that were the case. But yeah, when it came to name the label, I mean, that was a pretty easy, easy mm-hmm. way to go. We were bullshitting back and forth, and then I just threw that out there, you know, Queen City plus tapes. And it was so easy. It was just like, all right, that makes sense. Yeah, that's where we're from. That's yep. what we're doing. Yep. Yeah, you far. couldn't have gone with the Poughkeepsie tapes. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, no. That, 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 uh, that might have well. helped the Google hits, though, because <laughs> yeah, that shit is... Yeah, that's true. Shit. I fucked up. But all right, we're now Poughkeepsie tapes, not Queen City. No, I'm just kidding. They got way better lawyers. <laughs> yeah, it'll crush me. Yeah. I have no... I represent myself. I go pro bono. Mm-hmm. They got Lionsgate behind them. It's no, just, no. Uh, you don't want to fuck with Wait, that. Wait, aren't they... Uh, is that movie coming out? Legitimately, is that out I, or I don't? I don't uh, I you don't know, know, I've heard li- I've heard so many things. <laughs> I'm not going to see it anyway, but yeah, I, <laughs> I'm not going to watch it. I couldn't even tell you, to be perfectly honest. Fuck it, the name's mine then. Hold on, let me take this. I need to go to the bathroom. I'll be right go, back. Go. You know what we should start doing? What? We should do a thirty break where we uh, where we do some ad space, and we can do ads for our own things until somebody actually wants to buy the ad space. <laughs> Okay, sure. No one's ever going to buy the ad space. That's okay, right? sure. That's okay. Here, so here, here's the first one. You ready? <clears throat> vinyl lovers, have you been looking for a great way to get into vinyl? Come down to Darkside Records, 611 Duchess Turnpike in Poughkeepsie. We got just the thing for you. The Vinyl Starter Kit. It includes an Audio-Technica LP60 turntable, your choice of one of two sets of Canto bookshelf powered speakers you don't need anything you don't need a receiver it comes all included it is plug and play you straight up plug your turntable into your speakers plug them into your power outlet throw a record on and that is it we have two different starter kits a regular starter kit starts at three hundred dollars a bluetooth one starts at four hundred dollars all the longest ad ever systems included and also take it home today and step up your home audio game with the Darkside Records Final Starter Kit. Pretty good? This is way too long-winded. Okay. Nothing, it, there was no catchy hook in there. Well, in theory, you know, if we got an advertiser, they would, like, send us a script, you know, copy. and, yeah, and we'd read it, and most people use Squarespace. I feel like that's yeah, very popular. We could just start doing those like we're being sponsored. <laughs> and then we send them an invoice. This episode of the Darkside Podcast brought to you by Stamps.com. <laughs> if you're agoraphobic but still have packages to send... Stamps.com. Save on postage. Save on personal fear. Mm-hmm. Get your shit out of here with Stamps.com. <laughs> and we're back. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, gentlemen, for being so patient. Yes. So, uh, okay. So, Cassette Day is coming up this Saturday, uh, the 14th. And then uh, um, just a little over a month after that is Black Friday. Record Store Day, back to Black Friday. Q... Doing Beaks theme. Uh, well, Black Friday, uh, Record Store Day is uh, every year in April, and they also do a second one. I guess this would be like the stepbrother. The- it's the, this is the zygote of Record Store Day. <laughs> Basically, it's, it's the same idea, exclusive mm-hmm. titles, exclusive only to indie stores, and it takes place on Black Friday. Hmm. So Get your shit out of the mall and get into a local store. Yeah. yeah. You get to shop small. You get to support your community, support a small business. All things I'm about. You're going to have to apply to them, see if you can get a yeah. something on there, too. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Submissions for this are already well past. Not buttholes. Are they? Yeah. It's, they're already the window for 
Record Store Day 2018 titles is closing soon. Wow! Holy shit! Maybe it's, I can maybe I get that it's, seven inch. It's huge logistics. It. Like yeah, oh, I, I guess imagine. yeah. Can you April. imagine? Yeah. Over around 500 releases come out in April every year, and they all have to be you know approved, submitted, mastered, pressed. Mm-hmm. Like it's a huge undertaking, mm-hmm. and just because it's on the list probably means there's twice as many that didn't make the list. There's actually a committee that selects what ends up on the list. Oh no, shit. <laughs> Maybe Cassette Store debut at that point one day. Maybe. Yeah. I think Cassette Store Day started in the UK. Burger Records, mm. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they're, they're, they're the people who have, like, spearheaded it. Yeah. But I guess uh, Rex Store Day was started by Bull Moose, correct? Bull Moose was a part of it. Mm-hmm. So a couple of Sim stores, which is where a member of were a part. Of it. it was like a collective from stores from the three different coalitions that all speak to one another, all put their heads together to do this. What are you guys stocking up for? You guys got some releases that... From this that you're going to pull from, or you're going to buy every single we, one. We, we don't. Oh, for a cassette <laughs> sort of. We'll have the major releases, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll have the Queen City tapes oh, releases. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. We'll have uh, some releases from a label from Albany, Cacophone. Uh, That's correct. Records. Yep. Cacophone. What yeah. they? What they got? They have a cassette coming out from the band The Erotics. Which is a 20th anniversary kind of, I believe, a greatest hits compilation of songs from an Albany-based kind of, to my understanding, kind of a grimy goth punk band. Sounds like Albany. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm in. So you'll be able to get that here, and uh, and not just the releases, but so on Cassette Store Day, we're going to do a Queen City Tapes live showcase. Oh, we're going to have live music starting five. sometime in the late five. afternoon. I think five is what I'm t- what I said on the flyer. We're going to be right. playing cassettes live. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. bring your uh, boom boxes. We got uh, plenty of cassettes to play. So uh, who do, who do you have playing at uh, at Cassette Store Day? Oh, well, we have five bands. We got the Free Jays, Mr. Blonde, Making Matters Worse, and Surmiser. So they're all bands that either we are putting something, have put something out of, or uh, will be putting something out of in the near future. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, if you haven't seen any of those guys before, all those bands are great. And it's a pretty eclectic show, too, you know, a little mixed pot. Which is what Queen City Tapes is. All the bands will be here hanging out, so it'll be a great chance to pick up a, a, a cassette, support Cassette Store Day, support your local record store, support an indie band, and hey, meet them. Talk to them a little bit, talk about music, Oh yeah, uh, hear some songs, perform live. Oh yeah, I know all these guys personally, and they're all really cool dudes with great music, you know? Mm-hmm. Get so. your get your J card signed. Yeah, Liz, he's not in on the look at this guy. <laughs> not in on the cassette lingo. Yeah, the lingo. Fucking noob. <laughs> <laughs> That's so. Great. A J card is the artwork yeah, the in, insert, uh, yeah. in the cassette. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. my only, only know that because I'm fucking doing this. <laughs> my uh, a frame of reference for that was a V card, which is when you're a virgin, and I thought you were you're making a joke. It, and nope. I was like. Hey. That's when you're JV. No. <laughs> University, man. First, you got to get your P-Wings mm-hmm. mile, at, at a Mile High Club. P-Wings at a Mile High Club. Wow. That's ambitious. Look, if you're going to do something. I guess know? A, I guess an uh, airplane bathroom is easily washable. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Totally. Airplane bathrooms still freak me out. 
The whole idea that like you, you push the button and it just literally opens a thing to the outside and just no 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 sucks that, that shit out happens? of there. No, it goes to a tank. I hope so. Come on, it goes to a tank. No, yes. some blue happens. ice. It, yeah, it comes out sometimes. Yeah, but. blue ice. <laughs> it, people die from being killed by blue ice. That so might be an urban legend. I can't actually yeah, verify that. I don't have any stats on that <laughs> whatsoever. Yeah, let's talk about chemtrails while we're at it. <laughs> God, this is digressing into. Yeah, welcome get to, back to music. Welcome, welcome to, the to the Dark Side <laughs> <Center laughs> Conspiracy Hour. Yeah, right. Got the, we're gonna pull up Infowars in a second. No. By me and my shadow people. <laughs> Brought to you by JB's Basement Toilets. If you need to be locked up in a basement for an extended period of time, we've got a toilet for you. <laughs> you better hope for a basement toilet. Mm-hmm. It's basically a bucket with a hose, and, camouflage, and squatty potty. Oh my uh, god! I my girlfriend will not shut up about fucking squatty. Fucking potty. love my squatty potty, man. <laughs> oh god! Yeah. You get in on team squatty potty, man. Be loving it. Dude. You tell her. <laughs> yeah, she's got. If she wants a squat. <laughs> Look, I just learned so much about what her poop looks like in that one second. I don't get it. I don't get it. Either. I don't get it. Right? Okay. Like, I've been okay. shitting the same for Why do I need my knees years? above my heart? Like, I'm, I'm not bleeding out. Right? I'm like, I that, shit just fine. I don't understand. You, I think you're using the squatty potty wrong if your knees are that high. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. Explain. I got the big It totally makes version. sense. What does it make sense? Okay. I so, mean, it makes sense, but I don't understand the idea, why I need it. Okay. The idea why is do, that your knees, your knees should be a little bit higher. It straightens your back and gives you more of like a projected downward <laughs> flow what am i deep earth am i fracking the toilet <laughs> and your leavings tend to know. shift from being nuggets to being soft serve it's much more comfortable you don't blow out an o-ring it's much more relaxed i'm relaxed nuggets? hell on the toilet yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm smoking a cigarette chilling i'm all good <laughs> I don't know. I feel like this is this is some late stage capitalism bullshit to sell me something I don't need. I mean, that's what be, I feel. Okay, that's look, what I feel like. Look, well, I, I mean, I most of the Eastern world does squat. <laughs> they uh, do for squat toilets. This is absolutely true. I've seen it. This he, is true. Here's what I will say: <laughs> You don't need to get a squatty potty. You could probably <laughs> you just get stool. Get some books. Or a footstool. You just or... changed my fucking world. Books instead yeah, of squatting. Fucking, I know. have plenty of books. Get, you know, like a a, tw- no a 12 pack of PBR and put your feet on it. <laughs> oh, what a, as long as it's like, you know, as long as it's like it's seven the, inches high. It's the principle. You know, now that I'm thinking about it, it does have like foot uh, like outlines where you're supposed to place your feet. Mm. I've never really paid attention to if I'm <laughs> like, if there's like a foot angle that's imperative oh. to this thing. I don't know if there's a ratio to you're just hip free squatting. <laughs> yeah. So I like my squatty potty, short version. Yeah, I'm going to tell story. my girlfriend that. I'm going to say, JB loves squatty potty. She's like, mm-hmm. I told you. You could tell her what I said. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, I'll have her listen to this part. We'll go straight to this part <laughs> you know, of this podcast. Just get the some- first 40 minutes. So <laughs> yeah. bullshit, fuck that. Just right here. <laughs> just get something about seven inches tall, put your feet on it, and fire away. <laughs> that's, that's all you got to know. I might just try it tomorrow with some books there is like a uh, you know a period of adjustment it doesn't like you just sit and all of a sudden your shits <laughs> yeah. are different you know your body I gotta it's gotta it's gotta grow and adjust and mm. learn and you know you'll get there you'll get there all right i'm willing Let's to see. try it all right we'll come back <laughs> not me i'm comfortable in who i am right now you know what i feel like That's though i, I like. feel like i shit more now i don't know if it's volume or frequency frequency i don't know if it if it is more volume. I don't know if it's, or even if it's even related to the squatty potty, but I feel like since I've gotten the squatty potty, I feel like now 
I probably shit three to four times a day. That's good though, right? I used to be like a two. A solid two. Still good. Every day. I think I'm a solid three to four already. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, I'm in that ballpark too at least. I'm a, a morning, I'm morning yeah. afternoon, and night for yeah. sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm the uh, Jim Carrey uh, <laughs> of shitting. I'm a, I'm yeah. a, <laughs> <laughs> I really I don't want to say there. already then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was just all bad. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. <laughs> the Walter Cronkite of shitting. Do you bring now it that here? I'm thinking about it, you got here to say no. It. <laughs> now that you're saying it, I feel like maybe I should. I can level up our bathrooms here. Yeah, yeah, just leave a couple in the stalls. Yeah, yeah. No, someone's gonna fucking steal that shit. <laughs> I put a Are they gonna be like, what the fuck is that thing in the bathroom? And then someone's gonna come out right away. Some guy's gonna come with this coat, you know, yeah. all like puffy. Like, Did you steal a squatty potty? No. Maybe it's the the Pusibo effect. No. Hashtag Pusibo effect. <laughs> and on that note, uh, thank you for listening to the Dark Side Record. <laughs> podcast come out uh this saturday yes uh, october, october 14th cassette store day come support uh your local independent record store check out some cool bands uh get some cool limited edition releases on cassette uh and cassette sales on our used cassettes we have an existing cassette section we're gonna have mm-hmm. sales uh on both new and used yeah and uh, and let us know uh, what you think. Uh, we would love to know what you think about cassettes or day. We'd love to know what you think about cassettes as a format in general. Um, They're cool. You- <laughs> <laughs> Discussion over. <laughs> yeah, done. <laughs> uh, you can uh, tweet at us at Darkside Records with a Z at the end, like New Metal Darkside Records. You can message us on Facebook. You can post on our timeline. You can use the hashtag Darkside Podcast. But we'd love to know your thoughts. Send us a message. Send us a comment. And if you're listening to this and you enjoy this podcast, please go on iTunes. Go on your favorite podcast server. Give us uh, give us a good rating. I don't want to tell you to leave us five stars, but leave us five stars. You know, yeah, that's, uh, it, that's only fair. It helps us get discovered uh, better, and helps us spread out so we can get new listeners, uh, and we can get more guests and maybe a sponsorship. <clears throat> Looking at you, Squatty Potty. <laughs> <laughs> Sidebar: Let us know what you think of your Squatty Potty. <laughs> Uh, pictures preferred. <laughs> Challenge accepted. I know the cover photo for the podcast. Yeah. There we go. Thank you for listening. As always, uh, we'll be back next month. We're going to do at least a Black Friday podcast. At least. Yeah. Working we're... on another thing, too. Indeed. We, we got a couple things in the pipeline coming out of the squatty. No, no. It's a main line now. Butthole. Not a pipeline. The, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you strain it out with the potty. No, we... that's what happens when you don't have a squatty potty is you strain it out. It's not That's the problem. No, he said strain. Straighten or strain? He's no, strain. He's stuck on the strain. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, He's I'm sorry. 37 okay. years of trauma behind <laughs> So we'll be back in a month. Thanks for listening. Uh, so as always, on behalf of Dark Side Records, I'm JB. I'm JJ. And I'm TJ. Thanks for having me, guys. You're very welcome. Thanks for being here. Absolutely. We still don't have a sign-off. Arriva Derchi, <laughs> baby! <laughs> no? no? You have any suggestions for a sign-off? Nothing better than that. Hey! <laughs> I, I just want to close everything I ever do with uh, ELO's Strange Magic. Like, we sing it, or you want me to play it? Yeah, oh, we should work like, on singing it. Yeah, yeah. we got to keep way, it off, like, man. No one would really recognize it, and we wouldn't have to pay some rights, some mm. royalty. Yeah. Magic! That's, That's where smart. you come in. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were singing no. ELO's Strange Magic as Benny and the Jets. <laughs> nope. Magic! <laughs> Magic! Alright, thanks. Bye. See ya. Hi. 
Hello. How are you? I'm good. How's it going? Good. I'm going to the car to talk to you. Oh, excellent. Can you yeah. can you hear me? I can. Oh, this is amazing. We're living can in you the, hear me? We're like living in the future right now. We are. Yeah. All right. I'm in the car and it's locked. Oh, God. And I'm safe. Uh, I have a treat for everyone. This episode of the podcast. Should I say that we're friends ahead of time or should I pretend like we're strangers? Yes, we're friends. Okay. So I have the privilege and the honor of welcoming uh, a great friend of mine, Francesca Olson, onto our podcast. Hello. How's it going? Good. How are you? Uh, surprisingly sweaty for October. Yeah, I'm uh, pretty October. sweaty too. Yeah. yeah. It's hot down here. Uh, where, where are you currently? I'm in Washington, D.C. Uh, cool. What are you doing in Washington? Yeah. I'm on tour right now. I'm only on tour for five, four days, and today is day three, and I'm at the Commune at 1605, which is an anarchist commune about a, like a mile from the White House, and I'm playing a house show. <laughs> that uh, <laughs> is only the coolest thing I've ever heard in my life. I'm so happy. I was like, Mom, <laughs> guess where? I'm like, we're staying here tonight. Oh, my God. I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> Little, like, 14, 15-year-old Francesca would be like, you know, like, oh, she would be so stoked about this. Seriously, yeah. like, uh, 2000s hardcore straight-edge vegan PETA DVD giving out JB is still totally stoked for you. Yeah. Both him is, and current JB. It's wonderful. It's so good. Food Not Bombs was there when we got there, and they gave us food, and then they, like, took the rest of the food to the park to feed homeless people. I just love, like... That stuff, so that should be more a part of DIY. Than I it is a hundred percent agree with you. A hundred percent agree with you. I actually was reminiscing with someone recently about uh, hardcore shows. You know, maybe in like the two thousand to two thousand four period, and how mm. like. It, it was just very commonplace for bands to, for example, hand out PETA pamphlets or, yeah. you know, things like that. And uh, I mean, I, I don't know if that still goes on, but it certainly doesn't go I on at shows I go to. Too. I remember always getting uh, indoctrinated by the liberal media at punk shows That's, and hardcore shows. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> People used to sell anti-Nazi shirts and stuff. That was great. We should bring. I want that again. So, uh, so you're on tour for the next couple of days, or I guess you're for one more day. Yeah, for tomorrow we're going to be in the Philly suburbs at another house. It's been three houses and a bar in Brooklyn. I personally love DIY tours. Like house yeah. show tours are always the best. Yeah, the best time is at houses. We played yesterday in Maryland at a place called The Void, and 150 people were there. Holy and shit! And it was wild. It was really like one of the best shows <laughs> I've ever had. Cool. So, so who are you on tour with? I am on tour just with my bandmate Joe Adonitis, and we're House Sparrow now instead of just my name, which is good. Yeah, you were previously just uh, Francesca. Francesca Shanks. Yeah. yeah, I did get divorced, so I went back to my maiden name. And uh, Joe and I, as a duo, it's really hard to be a duo and just play under one person's name and have it totally. not get weird. So we've been together for a year. We recorded an album in July that's coming out October twentieth. That's called Eat Honey, Taste Mud. And uh, we just were like, this is this is the time to do this if mm -hmm. we're ever going to do it. So we did it. You played, uh, in fact, you played our store a couple months back. Yeah, that was like one of our first shows. That was such a fun time. I will. I would like to come back after the winter is over. You should. And can I tell you, yeah. I, st I still get people who come in and talk about how you gave out uh, jewels. 
Oh, we still do that. We've given out two pounds of jewels at this point. Holy shit. Yeah. And those are plastic jewels, so they're very light. Those are plastic jewels, yes. It's easy to travel with them. People are always like, oh, I'm so tickled by this. So that's good. We have a a niche market now. You've got a thing, and it brings people joy, and that's really what is the most important. Yeah. It brings me joy to be like, I have jewels for you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say when you played here last time that... um, you know, I didn't know if this was an ego trip thing or, you know, how your what your contract was like, but you you know, maybe consider a duo name. Yeah. You know, I I respect you to make your own decisions and I'm sure you knew what you were doing. Or it was yeah, just a total power like dick move and No, you know, you like, do you. I just Joe is so humble and we're both like, Oh, I don't care, it's fine and like but after a while, it's like weird because at the end, beginning of every show, one of us has to be like, hi, we're this name and this is who we are. And if it's like one of our names, that's just that's like one more thing for the audience to digest before they just watch us. Mm-hmm. And you don't want that. Like, you just want to get up there and play your music and have people connect to you and leave. Like, that's fine. In fact, I remember uh, really enjoying his contributions to the music. Like, yeah, it- oh, he has elevated our, this whole thing like I wouldn't be touring if it, we weren't a duo like I probably wouldn't be doing good cool shows like this with just me alone can I talk about his refined setup now we've it improved please, since please. then okay, okay so uh, he has a kick drum that he and a kick pedal for one foot and then with his other foot he's hitting sleigh bells he wears a foot tambourine and he has sleigh bells on the floor that are like balanced on a little drumstick Mm -hmm. and he hits the sleigh bells with a foot tambourine and we usually mic that and he has a bass synth and a micro cork and he's playing those that with both hands holy shit yeah i'm lazy i just play guitar Uh, (laughs) i think you got the the good part of this deal i'm not gonna lie (laughs) i got a tenor guitar um like it's from eastwood Mm -hmm. and it's so awesome i tune it like the ukulele and it just makes us so much more badass we have a beautiful dynamic it is great we have a, it's a good team thing and it's just the two of us so we can tour in a car okay so so you have an, uh, a new record coming out i do it's um, called eat honey taste mud and it comes out october 20th and we have a video coming out october 17th new noise magazine is going to premiere it uh, and i'm really excited yeah it's for the song you'll see colors which i guess is the single off of the record and uh, it, we shot it ourselves. Joe owns a videography company, so like, it's easy for us to do this. And our friend Jack Criddle directed it. And it's a story about a very fun barbecue where, in a world where uh, animal and man are one and the same. And it's very silly and goofy. And I make out with a llama head in it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's great. Okay, uh, and where can uh, where can people find your music? It will be on Spotify. It's, we have a Bandcamp, housesparrowmusic.bandcamp.com, and you can always go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash, I believe, House Sparrow Music. Do you, have, yeah. uh, do you have plans for a physical release? Yeah, we have CD copies with us now. Um, we ordered a bunch, and you can pre-order them via Bandcamp or the Sounds and Tones Records web store, or uh, come to a show, and I will sell you one for $10. Uh, so tell our listeners well, what you're all about. We are like a... We're like a folk band, but loud. We don't sing about love or um, your like common themes. I explore the duality of feeling a lot, like how joy, there's joy and then there's happiness. And happiness is like a simple emotion you feel when something cool happens. But joy is like a double-edged sword that's, you know, 
you can't have joy without having experienced great sadness. So I think about that kind of thing a lot and I explore that in my writing. And I use a lot of like nature metaphors. There's a lot of talking about how we're all animals and it's hard to get back to that or it's hard to channel that for like peacefulness and good use I guess um and we're it's just rocking there's a lot like for two people we make a big noise and there's a lot to hear and explore I think on this record I can't wait to hear it oh thank you are we gonna play a song on this podcast yeah you can you should okay well that was part of the agreement we had before we had this conversation so yeah let's go with that so uh what song uh, would you like us to play? You'll see colors, probably, just because it's a single. Okay, so uh, so I'm going to play that for you, uh, you the listener, in a second. But before we do that, we'd like to do something on this podcast with our guests. And if it's all right with you, are you okay with doing the Dark Side Podcast rapid fire lightning round? Absolutely, I consent. Okay, welcome okay. to the lightning round. Pew, pew, pew. That, yeah, that's where sound effects will be. Hang on, I'll do it again with the sound effects. Lightning round. What? Okay. Uh, what was that? Was that the air horn? Yeah, that was the air oh. horn. <laughs> <It's> okay. <laughs> okay, so I'm just going to fire a bunch of rapid fire questions at you. No okay. thinking, just gut instinct okay. reactions. I never think. Okay, okay, that's terrible. Okay, uh, so <laughs> you ready? Yeah. Here we go. Okay. Chocolate or vanilla? chocolate michael janet or latoya janet red or blue pill oh blue elvis presley or elvis costello elvis costello yeah good choice tarantino or pet tarantulas tarantino and one final winner take all question okay dr dre's the chronic or the chronicles of narnia and why uh the chronicles of narnia because uh simple childhood nostalgia means a lot and i just don't have that for dr ray's to chronic all right you pass the lightning round thank you lightning round okay well francesca thank you for being on our podcast thank you john for uh, having me and i'm so happy to talk to you likewise bit. likewise and uh is, is there anything else you'd like to say anything you'd like to leave our listeners with um, I think just if you could like our band on Facebook, that would be super cool. You can look up House Sparrow and we're right there. Uh, it helps us get better shows to have many Facebook likes. So if you feel like doing one really stupid good deed today, go do that. Okay. Well, thank you for being on the podcast. I'm going to go play my show now. All right. See you later. All right. Bye. Bye. You'll see colors, you'll see yellows and greens The aperture closes, but you will not take it with grace The blackness will slap you with its mouth I'm no longer afraid of the light in my face The light in my face I spent years trying to remember What it said about kindness You'll spend hours punching air Take 
Titi, 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 titi,